0: On this show, we cover the biggest news stories, give our fact-based opinions, and we also interview many great people from all over the fruited plains. These are the stories and experiences that make up the fabric of this great country. This isn't just any show. This is the Matt and Chan Show. Guys, welcome back to the Matt and Chan Show. We are back. It's been a little while, but Chandler, how are you doing, man?
1: Matt, I'm doing great. It's uh, so great to be recording a, a full length show with you again. Um, lots of very odd news in the last few weeks. Uh, this is this 2020 has been living up to the memes, right? Like ev- every single uh, thing that can go wrong, seemingly has. And yet, there's still like uh, so, some things that are just genuinely funny and uh, and deserve our attention as well.
0: Yeah, and speaking of memes, that's where we're going to hop into our first story. So yesterday I pop on Twitter. I'm like, okay, you pop on Twitter to see what's going on. You You got to see the highlights. You got to see what's going on around the world. And I hop on and I start seeing tweets about Twitter being like shut down or at least people with blue check marks. And people were like, it's a revolution. It's happening. The blue check marks. And there was a hack yesterday. And so Twitter... Twitter had no ability or at least people with blue check marks had no ability to be able to go on and go and tweet and so people that were non verified were like it's time it's finally happening and these are people like Elon Musk couldn't tweet Bill Gates Barack Obama all these big names could not tweet and people were like we are finally, there's some equality on the internet. We have the blue check marks have come down. And I just have a few memes just from yesterday. And I just, I have some fun ones right here. We have the Squidward looking outside. You got the the little window. You got SpongeBob and Patrick. Of course, the, the non-verified people on there. They're having a good time outside. We're all, we're non-verified, right Chandler? We're not verified on Twitter. Um, we don't, we, we aren't part of the elitist group. Um... And uh, what do you th- what do you think, Chandler? What do you rate on a scale of one to ten on the on the meme content here?
1: Uh, that's a pretty good meme. I I do like it. You you get the the pretty clear idea. For those who are, are just listening on audio, uh, we we've, we've got a, a meme up here just like Matt described. Uh, Squidward is the blue check mark uh, looking out the window uh, and, and not able to uh, to go out and play, and and that's. Uh, that's just about right. You know, I, I actually hadn't seen that uh, before uh, before today, before you let me know about that, and I think it's just hilarious. Uh, there, there is this idea of cultural elitism and uh, people with a blue checkmark by their name having their ideas matter more than everybody else's, and that's just garbage, um, you know? And, and that's like right and left. Like a good idea is a good idea. I don't care who has it. Amen. Um, yeah, we, I was actually reading uh, Thomas Aquinas this uh, last week, and, and he has a similar idea like like all truth is is truth. It doesn't matter who it comes from, uh, and that's spot
0: on. Yep, and Chandler, I'd have to agree with that. I know there is the truth. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the one undeniable truth. And now we have this thing where it's it's my truth. It's whatever I think and whatever I feel. And I saw something this week. I think it was Candace Owens. If you're offended, it doesn't make you right. It, it doesn't. Like, you can be as offended as you want to be, but if the truth and the facts are there and the evidence is there, and you're offended, that's that's the truth no matter what. So it's, it's one of those things where we see it over and over again, but I think you made a great point. Yeah, the blue check marks people that matter more, people that are verified and they are selective in the process. There's a little application process for it, but yesterday was the day during that 4-hour span where people could go on and tweet and have the non-ver or the verified Twitter marks on there. We got some other memes coming up, so we got this one right here. And this one's kind of funny. Little little girl right here and it says the evil is defeated and it's got the blue verified check mark. Um and that's just another another little quick one right there. I think that one's kinda of funny. Chandler, scale of one to ten, man. Oh, uh
1: I, I'm gonna give that one like uh uh we'll we'll go with like a seven point one. It's uh it's high quality, but uh seems like it was done pretty uh in a rushed fashion. But I, I like it. it. It gets the point across well. Yep. Can we get like a, a a Ben Shapiro meme review next?
0: yes we we will start doing that i think we got to do that i know people have been talking about us doing the the political alignment test even though it's far left but who knows we're conservatives they're gonna have us be like whoa Matt's whoa he wants to be an authoritarian dictator oh my gosh that's the way those questions literally hitler yeah you're literally hitler and it's just like what Okay, but that's that's the way the left always works. The left always works in that fashion. And then we got the last one, a classic right here. We got Bugs Bunny. We got we got him right here with the Soviet flag in the background. Our Twitter. Sorry for it being reversed, but I I think it's kind of funny. Got the Soviet. Yes, the working class, the revolt here on Twitter. And I this is one of my favorite ones. Got kind of the the different Bugs Bunny kind of look on it and. Yeah, Chandler. What do you think of this one? I think this one's pretty. This one's pretty good, in my opinion. So,
1: yes, yeah, I, I give this one a, a nine point eight. Yep. I love this meme format. I, I think particularly because I like to poke fun at communism, uh, and, and this is is the perfect uh, meme format for that. I've uh, I've liked a number of, of memes uh, that that use the the Bugs Bunny with the the uh, sickle and hammer in the background. Uh, and, and yes, you you have this uh, this down with the bourgeoisie of Twitter, um, and and the the uh, the communist revolution of Twitter going on right now. And uh, you know, it, it's all in good fun. Hopefully, uh, the in all seriousness, hopefully the people who had their accounts hacked uh, get their accounts back. And and uh, I, I think the return of the blue check marks is not going to be a bad thing. But Certainly, fun to uh, to point out the uh, the the fall of the elites on
0: uh, on Twitter. You're not wrong, and I just to mention, I know we always talk about socialism and communism and stuff on this show. But I I was talking to Chandler earlier this week, and I we were texting, and I was like, Chandler, I found this 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 meme, and it was a little video, and it's this guy going, um, why socialism works. And I'm like, oh, there's a book, why socialism work works. <laughs> And and it has him flipping through the book, and it says it doesn't. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is golden, great for your liberal friends, right? Your commies. Yeah,
1: every single page, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, Uh, front and back, they spare no expenses. Um, It sort of reminded me. Are you familiar with uh, Michael Knowles' book, Reason to Vote for Democrat? Yes. Um, Yes. And those pages are all blank. Um, And and of course. Uh, Ben Shapiro is not a fan of that because that book sold very well amongst conservatives and probably amongst a few uh, uh, gullible Democrats, Um, and, uh, and Ben Shapiro put his endorsement on it. Uh, and uh, and Michael Knowles reaped all the benefits for not writing a single
0: word. So I love uh, it. There, I see there, that I see there. that book all the time. I'm like, man, that is a high seller. And I'm like, I've never I I never really looked into it. So it's good to know. I knew about the book and I knew about Michael Knowles and Shapiro and all that with the book. But I actually thought it was so. Now I'm learning something right here on the air. That's great to know that there was no words written. But Michael Knowles has a New York Times bestseller, right? Now, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Don't don't quote me on that though. But but I just think it's funny how you could sell so many copies and not write a page or it doesn't and i just love some of the amazon reviews and there was this one guy he goes on there and he goes yeah i bought this book really like hoping what that it would be a really articulate argument but this was just wrong and it was a one-star review very petty he probably could have put zero and he goes on man there are people that are suckers out there and i am that sucker today but i think he was actually probably buying it to go oh i'm going to defend socialism yes why so- so socialism works and then all said oh man, it backfired on him very badly because he's like, oh. And he's like, man, I spent $10 on this book. There's a thing called Returns, by the way. Um, but I just love, there's probably people that actually bought this book and uh, didn't come out that way. So let's keep moving on in the news cycle. That was our meme review section. I know I want to kind of bring that back. I think we have so much good content we had out there that, we just got to show some light on it. Shout out to all the users and everybody that put that content out. I loved seeing the memes. I was like, yes, and it's like, and it was all in fun. It was like it didn't matter what political party or affiliation you had. I think everybody had a little bit of fun with that yesterday um, on Twitter with with just the revolution of Twitter and and with 2020 going on. You, it's it's one of those years like everything is chaos and that's what we're trying to bring some fun. Everybody needs to laugh. I think that's one thing right now is it's doom and gloom in the media all the day. If you watch the news all day, it's it's you're you're going to be really depressed of what's going on in the world, but it's we have hope, we have God, we have all these different things to be grateful for, another day of life to be able to go out and do stuff. So Chandler, are you ready to hop into our more of our news a little bit serious note?
1: Yeah, definitely. We've got some uh, some censorship to uh, get into its, uh, its cancel culture time. Um, Matt, why don't you open this up on
0: this? So what we've seen across the media is we've seen this big push for cancel culture. Anything and everything that's conservative, Republican, anything that's attached to Donald Trump, automatically canceled. And anything that's related to the police or anything that BLM labels as racist or bigoted or anything that that Marxist organization comes out BLM incorporated and that's the right way to say it cuz the the phrase is true black lives do matter but the it is an it's an incorporation they're making millions of dollars off this and a lot of it's going to act blue and Democrats and there's different things with that that the funding we're not gonna get into that on the show but that's just some stuff and you even have the co-founder come out we are trained Marxists look up the video on YouTube there's interviews with her commenting on that saying yeah we are trained Marxists and she confirmed it Twice, um, and I was watching that last night. Chandler, a lot of people don't know that um, they don't do their research. And I just one thing to throw out on there is during this time you need to speak up, and that's why we're going to get into the censorship part of it. And so I'm going to open up from uh, article from the post millennial. So this one's kind of funny because so Donald Trump Jr. puts a post out on Instagram. He puts out some articles because hydrochloroquine. This drug that has a 50-year track record, very successful, and, and it was a malaria drug. And Chandler, you remember two months ago, everybody. Oh yeah. You're gonna, you're Don't. gonna, <laughs> you're gonna die if you take hydrochloroquine, even though it had been a tested and proven drug. But everybody was like, oh, Donald Trump's taking it. Even Fox News was all over it. They're all, what? Trump's taking it? I think it was Neil Cavardo. and he goes on there and he's just. Man, uh, Trump, what are you doing? You're going to die. And I hope Trump's still here, so I think he's okay if we want to confirm that. So Donald Trump Jr. goes on and he puts up the CNN article pretty much calling out the hypocrisy, but then Twitter gives him a strike. Why is that? Why why would he give a strike? And the irony of it was it was a CNN article Wow, what what in the world are you doing? It's CNN, this is supposed to be the most reliable news network, even though the ratings are, are terrible right now. Nobody goes on there, and then the people that do watch it, they're the ones that we debate with on a daily occurrence. Yep. They're like, no, well, CNN said it. It has to be true. It's it's factual. So yeah, <laughs> I'll you know let you go at it, Chandler.
1: Happened? Here's my conspiracy theory, and for the record, I don't actually believe this in case anybody's like trying to fact check. This is my conspiracy theory. Donald Trump, our president, hacked. Uh, this was uh, this is Instagram that gave him a strike. Yeah, hacked Instagram. Um, and, and he said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to call CNN fake news by striking my son. Um, and, and that's what happened. So so Twitter now is calling out CNN as fake news. By giving, uh, giving uh, Trump Jr. the stripe. So, anyway, that that was my conspiracy theory again, not what I actually believe, but I do think it's very funny. Trump Jr. posts uh, uh, these uh, these CNN articles that are, are contradictory in nature or clearly false, um, and, and Instagram recognizes that those are that's false information, and they they give uh, they give Don Jr. the uh, the stripe on it. So. Um, yep very uh, double standardy very uh, hypocritical uh,
0: and actually a little bit funny yeah I I some days Chandler when I was doing this research last night and into this morning and I go on to look at the news I'm like you've got to be kidding me you've got to be kidding me. I'm like on there I'm like these articles aren't real they, there's no way they can actually be real I'm like what are you talking about and then you go through and I'm like Man, this is this is an article, and it's like, whoa, Washington Post. I'm like, they put out an article, a very serious article, opinion piece, but it was about the Texas Rangers. We got to cancel the Texas Rangers. That's another part of the cancel, because the Rangers, the organization, is rooted. And guess what, Chandler? You know, you probably can answer it for me. Take the words out of my mouth, man. Racism. Racism, and white supremacy, um, and that's yeah, a Washington. Yeah, of course. Yep, Washington Post article on the, Yeah, and I'm just like I'm I'm it's it's anything and everything. And then you have the Redskins that we had canceled this this last week. Now they're changing their names after 87 years in the NFL, they're changing their name. So it's we're seeing this these little things that are getting canceled. And they talk about this big issue. And I'm not saying racism doesn't exist. It does exist and there are racist people out there. And we do not support those people whatsoever. And uh, and one of those things, as we see, is they're just they're taking out different things of history. And and it's just a continuous cycle. Um, and Victor Davis Hanson wrote an article uh, about Jacobianism. And it was very well written. And he was talking about how... Um, I, I encourage you to go check it out. It's a National Review piece. It's not in the show notes today, but I was reading it yesterday. And it's And there's always a target. But even with the target, people continuously... There There has to be this energy and this, this stuff going. And, and people get tired. So now they have all these targets and they're like, okay, well, we're just going to start targeting other things that aren't as big. So they've torn down Abe Lincoln, Frederick Douglass. They just continue to knock all these things of people that were successful and helped do great, magnificent things in history. And now they're finding new targets. And one of those other targets that we have is we have... Students like you and I, Chandler. Students, um, and one of the one of the things I wanna wanted to pull up was so we had a student at Marquette. This this article is four or five days ago, and she applied to the school. She got in. She had her admissions. Everything's going good. She puts up a TikTok video, um, and it pretty much was support of the president. Of course, Chandler. If you support the president, you are automatically labeled. The most ridiculous things and the most outrageous things, and they just continue to dilute the word racist. You're racist because you support the president, even though none, nobody I've seen has given a great example. It's either been an Obama era program or we've seen, and people are like, oh, well, no, that didn't happen. And we see it with Will Witt and other people at You, which is considered hate speech because it's conservative, because conservatives are to blame for all of these things, even though conservatives are for big R, God-given rights. Um, And and this is what they tie in. They just they throw these names at you. So she puts up a thing, and it had the Trump 2020 flag. She had six and nine. She had Gooba in the background, and it goes, he's mad, she's mad, big sad, haha ha don't care, stay mad. Pretty much like... Trump 2020 Chandler so what happens here is people have threatened her life they've said I hope you get shot according to the college fix Um, another person said I pray for you but you're not worth it and it's it it's it's crazy that we've hit a point where this these are the comments that are coming out against students and we've had our own things on Twitter because you you have a different opinion it means you're automatically wrong and you don't matter and you don't and, and your life doesn't matter and that's the way we're seeing it and um, and we've seen this over and over again the cancel culture um, Chandler did you have any thoughts on this the Marquette student even you and I we we see it on Twitter all the time students are getting canceled their lives ruined and people are having to self-censor because they don't feel like they can voice their their First Amendment rights on social media or anywhere else, even if, and, and this is against Christians, this is against people that are conservative, Republican, no matter what, even moderates now. Um, we'll get into that next. Chandler, any thoughts?
1: Yeah, so I've, I've been thinking about this a lot and, and trying to listen to what uh, other conservative thinkers have to say. Um. I heard somebody today, and, and not even really a political speaker, but more of like a, a religious Christian uh, Catholic speaker, uh, the host of Pints of Aquinas, uh, he was saying that uh, what we're seeing now is that religious people have uh, have shifted away from like a fundamentalist belief that like what I believe is, uh, is right and everybody else uh, is wrong. And even if that's still the underlying belief, and maybe it's the truth, um, there's, there's been a softening there um, and a lot more tolerance, right? So, like, it's very rare now to see, like, a, a fire and brimstone preacher. Um, and, and so this, uh, this idea of fundamentalism has been taught by the religious political right, and it's been taken up by the fanatical left. Um, and so you get this sort of um, uh, quasi-religious uh, fundamentalism, that my morals are right, and anybody who disagrees with me, this isn't a point for debate. This is a point for um, for uh, uh, like jihad, right? Like this is, and this is that's not to knock, uh, um, like Muslim thinking at all. This is a, uh, but it, it's like there's this holy war that needs to be waged against anybody who disagrees with the ideas of intersectionality. Um, well, leaning views on race and, and uh, politics and culture. Uh, so it, it's this move towards a fundamentalism. And, and so like, I feel really bad for uh, that college student, Anna Marquette. Um, you know, she doesn't deserve that, out, uh, that outlash that she's getting from her peers and from people on social media. Um, it, but it, it's this odd time, it's that of quasi-religious nature of the political left to to prop up their morals as, again not a point for debate and for let's have a discussion and see if we can get to the truth um, but it, it's a point for um, we're right and everybody else who not even the people who uh, who disagree with us the people who don't agree with us in the right way um, are, are condemned you know I, I thought it was so funny I, I watched Hamilton when it came out on Disney Plus and you know they use a ethnically diverse cast they uh, they uh, highlight the uh, um, some of the founding fathers who were working to abolish slavery. Uh, they, they highlight the importance of immigrants in, in America. Um, they're called out as, uh, as racist for not condemning, uh, I suppose, as George Washington, uh, as being a, a slave owner. Um, and and they're, they were called out for not doing enough to support Black Lives Matter. And I think this is, like, it's hilarious, because here's... You know, Lin Manuel Miranda, the the um, the producer writer,
0: very progressive character
1: he plays Ham- uh, very progressive, yeah. uh, and, and you know, more power to him. And, and he they intentionally highlight or they intentionally cast a predominantly um, uh, African American and Hispanic uh, cast, uh, and, and I don't feel like took anything away from the story at all. Uh, they they did. Good justice, I think, is part of the founding of America, um, and partially for that reason, it's been condemned recently. Uh, you know, it was praised when it came out because it came out during the Obama administration. On the, um, you know, that <laughs> I just I can't believe it. The left will eat their own so fast. Uh, so it's not only this. This is the thing. If you are left of center or. or like sort of interest politically and you're listening to this don't think that the the left is only coming for people on the far right yes they're they're coming for conservatives um, no doubt about it but they're also coming for anybody who's to the right of them even if it's slightly um, and, and that's what you have to watch out for uh, it's a dangerous ideology uh, it, it will destroy itself um, if they're not careful, and um, yeah, it, it's this quasi-religious, religious fanaticism, um, and, and that's that's what you've got to watch out for.
0: And Chandler, and like you said, they're attacking everybody and anyone that's on the conservative right or anything that and we what we saw is with the op-ed writer from the New York Times. She was a moderate, yeah. classically liberal person and she just was getting bullied and people that were friends with her or acquaintances, they were like yeah, don't talk to her, we are gonna push you out, and they are the epitome of cancel culture it is, New York Times, the New York slimes of the like to call them um, and a lot of conservative pundits across the the country, but in all of that, there needs to be some accountability, If if we're gonna cancel culture everything then it has to be on both sides Ralph Northam who did blackface a democrat no repercussions you can as a democrat you have like all the freedom in the world you can lie to congress you can do blackface and and what we saw with jimmy kimmel and all these people and and they just get off the okay but if you're a conservative you lose your show you lose your livelihood you lose your sponsors like and 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 a uh, testament to tucker carlson i'm like he has sponsors drop every day but Tucker Carlson's pulling the number one cable audience in news. Like, in all of the news, Tucker Carlson's number one, Sean Hannity second, because people are done with fake news. Fake news. um, You, you got to say it, because it literally is fake news. Like, they're not even hiding anymore. And it used to be these Democrats were ashamed of socialism, but now they fully, they're engulfed with it. It used to just be, okay, a few people, yeah, oh, socialists, don't call socialists. Um, we'll call it democratic socialism, to to help save the word and make it sound nice. Uh, And uh, and it's kind of crazy that people actually support it. People in the streets of Venezuela are protesting against socialism. And in the United States, people are protesting for socialism. And I think what people don't realize is socialism sounds good and dandy, equality. It's all these nice things, but it all results in communism. And what we learned from the 20th century, how many people died of communism... In the 20th century, Chandler.
1: Um, I, I think that the count is impossible to get right, but it's over 20 million is is the number that I've heard thrown around. Do you have a, a higher number?
0: 100 million. 100 yeah. million. Because Mao Mal killed upwards of 40 million. Yeah. Stalin, he killed 20 to 24 million. And that was just in World War II. Um,
1: yeah, I Maybe I was thinking of just the uh, the, the Soviets during World
0: uh, War II you, yeah. And that's why I assumed when you said 20, I was like, yeah, it's roughly 20 to 24. But you're good, Chandler, you're good. But that even that alone is a lot of deaths. It's 100 million deaths from the 20th century. And that's one thing we learned about in the 20th century. Collectivism doesn't work. People are trying to bring right. it to the United States. And people always talk about white privilege and all these different things. We have American privilege. We have the freedom that You can, and people call our president fascist, and they call, they label all these things, even though Trump is giving the power back to the people. He's the first president that doesn't have to answer to special interest groups. He doesn't have to answer back to his super PACs, or he's not. He's that's the reason the left hates him, and people hate Donald Trump because they can't control the man. And and he is a businessman. He wants results, and he is driven for the American people. And that's why I support Donald Trump. And and I'm assuming you as well, Chandler. He's not a perfect individual by any means, but nobody else is perfect. <laughs> We're not no, perfect people, right? <laughs> not at all. And,
1: and he, he's maybe even a little bit worse than the next guy in terms of uh, morals, but he's getting a lot of policies right. And uh, and, and ultimately, that's yeah. what matters for a politician,
0: right? Yep. And it's he's not he, he didn't need to do this job. He was a billionaire. <laughs> He was a billionaire. And you know what's funny? I just, just pull that back into the, kind of go back into the quick socialism tidbit and then we'll get on. Um, if you realize, watch Bernie Sanders' speeches. He goes, millions and billionaires. We need to tax the rich. We need to give the money back to the people. We need to go out and we need to make sure. And uh, lining up in food lines is really good. Um, all the stuff that Bernie says. But if you notice, this past year or so, Bernie doesn't mention millionaires anymore. It's millionaires versus. <laughs> He's one now. He's got multiple houses. He has all this money. Biggest hypocrite on the on the face of this earth. I uh, well, I'm gonna go and and all these people on the on the left that Barack Obama. Well, climate change is a serious issue, but then goes and buys a house on a flat property in Martha's Vineyard. Okay, okay, um, not to bag on the president. I don't like to bag on former. We're in the Donald Trump administration, but just to throw that out there, just the hypocrisy of the left. It it happens all the time. So you were saying, Chandler, that people in cancel culture, it's going to implode on itself. And we're already seeing that. We're already seeing it. And so what we saw this week is we saw 150 writers, academics, activists come out and they are refuting cancel culture. It needs to stop. And a lot of these people are on the left people that are big names, um, J.K. Rowling, Salman Rushdie, Margaret Atwood, all these different, um, and they had an open letter regarding cancel culture, um, and it was in Harper's Magazine, um, and they put a quote in there as a vogue for public shaming and ostracism, um, and, uh, and they get into it because it, it really, these people are tired of cancel culture, um. And we're seeing that across the board on Twitter and everywhere else. And it's just, like you said, it's going to implode on itself. You're destroying livelihoods for people speaking opinions. Stuff 20, 30, 40 years ago you wouldn't have even thought. But because you have a different opinion, doesn't mean that the person that has a different opinion is wrong. And that's the beautiful thing about the United States and our big, our God-given rights is you have the ability to speak up. And I think Donald Trump has been one of probably the most pro first and second amendment presidents of all time and even the whole Bill of Rights. Because if he really was a fascist, let's let's look at the look at the different things. If he was really a fascist, you wouldn't have the freedom to go and say, Man, Donald Trump sucks. In China, that doesn't happen. You're you're put in line, there's good behavior, they are their surveillance on the citizens. You you better not speak up or you're gone. You got labor camps, prison labor camps. And that's the beauty thing of communism, I guess. You can become rich on communism by working your people. And we saw it with Mao. And, and now we're seeing Jinping, and he's over there, and they're, oh, yeah, and they lied about the COVID stuff. And there's all this stuff that you can bag on. But Chandler, do you, do you, like you said, I think you already got it on the spot, is cancel culture is going to implode on itself. People don't want to live in a yep. world where they're scared to speak. <laughs> um, Yeah, I just. and Yeah,
1: uh, no, you're spot on.
0: Yeah, and then we're going to go into the last part of it. I I know we're spending a lot of time on the cancel culture today because it's such a big issue. We are silencing people, and that's why I think you made a great point like in the first five minutes of the show. You go, I don't care who has the idea. If it's a good idea, it's a good idea. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, And the last thing we want to get into is, so the CEO of Goya Foods goes and meets the president, And he goes, yeah. And he compliments the president. Um, He notes that Trump was a builder. um, And he pretty much was like asking people to pray for the president. And he was very happy. And I think business owners across the country, and we've seen it with the unemployment numbers, higher wages, and all this. That's why I think when people call the president racist, I'm like, yeah, and they call him Hitler. I'm like, yeah, no, no. The unemployment rate, the higher wages, people are living in a higher quality of life. And we're seeing improvements, but it's not going to be perfect everywhere. We see Democrat-run cities just going into pretty much the crapper. Um, and we see that all across the country. And there's some Republican cities. We're not going to just going to be one side Democrats. Oh, all Democrats are all bad. Republicans are all good. I'm like, no, there's both on bad sides. Right. And there's finances. There's conservative policies and stuff that you can implement. But he goes on, and, and I think that one thing that Trump's also done really well is regulatory different things with business. You're cutting all the red tape out. And you're giving people that ability to have free enterprise. And so, Chandler, um, you've seen it, I believe. So now, we, instead of a boycott against Goya Foods, we have a boycott. You wanna, you wanna elaborate a little bit on that?
1: Yeah. So uh, I think uh, what you're getting at is a lot of conservatives have been uh, been really pushing, like, oh, the left says they're gonna boycott, uh, in particular, Goya Foods, uh, as, as a result of. of the, their founders support but not like praise of president trump um, and, and so there's this boycott response uh there's a gofundme campaign that was launched uh, and it's raised mil or i'm sorry 127 thousand uh, dollars for the purchase of goya foods for food pantries which is awesome right it's supporting this company it's a hispanic owned company right uh it it's uh, it's uh going to be giving food to uh, those who are less fortunate. Matt, do you happen to have uh, the link or the name of the GoFundMe if any of our listeners do want to support uh, um, support this? Yeah,
0: um, actually, I actually looked that up the other day. Um, let me see. I'll find that real quick. But yeah, no, I think that's a great way to give back to the community. It's helping Goya Foods. Absolutely. And people are like, we need to boycott Goya Foods because Goya Foods, oh my gosh, you support President Trump. And he had some compliments for President Obama as well. He whatever the thing is, yeah. people don't realize that Americans they actually uh they actually vote with their wallets. They don't want higher taxes. Um, Bill Clinton used to say it in the '90s. It's the economy, stupid. But now we don't talk about the economy because it's too good. So then the liberals and the left they continue to go, oh well, Trump does this and Trump's this and and now you got the yeah. Russia RussiaGate two coming up with the uh, the different bounties that President Trump and oh my gosh and so they're they're gonna do that so uh. I think this is it. So the GoFundMe. Um, I want to make sure this is right um, because I was on it. So let's see. I'll pop on that one real quick.
1: While, while you look to clarify, I just want to share. Uh, uh, I I read this uh, satire story. Uh, I think probably a lot of our fans are familiar with the Babylon Bee. It's a uh, it's a sort of Christian conservative uh, satire site. It's like uh, the Onion, but uh, without. Or, or, or with a more uh, conservative Christian worldview. And they, uh, they posted the story on their Instagram and it was uh, uh, CEOs of major companies all come out in support of President Trump, hoping uh, the left will boycott them. because they know that what will end up happening is a lot of conservatives will, will buy for us or buy from them. And it's a funny point, and it uh, obviously uh, it's fake. You don't see a, a ton of CEOs coming out in their support of President Trump. Uh, but uh, it, it does maybe speak to something that we should be concerned with, um, and and this is what we don't want as a country. We don't just want people on the political left to buy from companies that stand for the political left, and we don't just want people on the political right to buy from companies who, who stand with the political right. Right. Um, for one, that'll drive prices up because it'll uh, it'll really cut supply. Um, for you know, there's your basic economics lesson. Um, and for another, we're better than that. Come on, like uh, you know, we like a good product is a good product. Like I will buy a uh, a overpriced sugary drink at Starbucks because it tastes good. I don't care what their politics are. Uh, or like I'll buy. I'm trying to think of another left leaning company. Probably like a, some some like fast food restaurant like you know maybe like a, a subway i don't know where they line up politically but like i'm gonna buy my uh my footlong at subway because it's a good sandwich and it'll fill me up um yep. it, you know maybe it's a, also they brought they brought the, they brought the five dollar foot I I save money
0: hey they brought the five dollar footlong back
1: right you gotta buy two though so i i'm
0: not that hungry usually i i know and, and subway doesn't fill me up on one sandwich anyway because it's you're eating a lot of air that's why i go to deli d shout out to all these great great sandwich shops here in here in uh fresno sunnyside deli all these great places support local business want to give a shout out to all that but back to goya um so good news chandler it's more than doubled what we just holy cow so, we have $283,000 um, that it's hit, and it's had 8,000 donors, 41,000 shares, and the goal is 10,000, so it's going to surpass 300. There's people donating right in front of me right now, 15, 20. Thank you guys for the support for Goya. This episode is brought to you by Goya. Um, no, i <laughs> so um but yeah the guy's named Casey Harper you can go on it was made four days ago um and pretty much just so thank you everyone for helping us surpass our goal have an in-person meeting with Goya executive today so he's meeting with Goya um cool but uh big uh, no stores are starting to limit the they're flying off the shelves like crazy and we're seeing kind of what we saw at the beginning of COVID limits on things and and I don't know if that's to help stop people from buying it or just people are just going in and just buying tons of it um so and so they're they're not just going to the D.C. area; they're going in other, other neighboring neighboring states and cities. I'm like, that's a good thing. People are getting fed. Mm-hmm. These are going to food banks. Good cause. Thank you guys. Thank you, Casey, for all the good help over at Goya Foods. Um, and it's a good thing to see. So, uh, Chandler, I know we got to keep moving. Uh, well, this this yeah. episode's been fun so far. I've I've enjoyed every second of it. It's been it's been great to be back. Just going through the news cycle because. Man, we have to start off with the meme review. We got to need a little bit more serious thing on the cancel culture. We talked about all these boycotts going on, um, and we'll have some more fun. I know I haven't showed Chandler yet, but uh, I can't wait for the last closing segment. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, in so what we're going to talk about now is what we've seen is we've seen the cancel culture. We've seen we've seen the shutdowns. We've seen all the stuff that people had to go through the last seven months. Um and so we we have a new part we have our mini tyrant of the week and the award goes to Gavin Newsom um and so Newsom he's trying to shut us down again he is oh it's just mm, it is frustrating to see that our governor who okay Chandler you remember what was what were the lockdowns for again let's just remind our listeners out there um what was it for we
1: We were trying to flatten the curve, slow the spread a little bit. It was, wasn't it like originally like 14 days to flatten the curve? That was the original saying, right? 14 days.
0: Yep. And it wasn't just flatten the curve, like for people to be like surviving and healed. It was to get hospitals prepped, but then they kept going two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. And we've seen, we've seen California. I know we got nicknames. We got communist California, and that always surprises people. People, we have audience in Ireland. We got people in the UK listening to us. They're probably like, "Oh man, two conservative guys in California? Whoa, that's weird, man." What? There's people there that are like that? I'm like, yeah, there's people here that are like that. We are we are in the majority, I think, I think, because I think most pe- most people are are naturally conservative, especially if you grew up um, in a household where uh, Jesus Christ is in the household. God is in the household. Um, we believe in God. We believe in family. We believe in freedom. We believe in liberty. That's what conservatives stand for. Not what the media tells you. Um, but back to Gavin Newsom, he is, he's closing everything back down again. And I thought last week was funny. He closes everything down for July 4th weekend, except his wineries. Of course. What? 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 The wineries. Are, priorities. What? Yeah, priorities. And and I'm glad to see. So we're, we're seeing that people are not obeying this order. That's a good thing to see because I think people, it all boils down to individual responsibility is yeah. one of the core principles of this country, not collectivism, not Marxism, none of this stuff, no identity politics, none of all that. Um, and he's closing down back the malls, the worship, the barbershops, the salons. We're going everything, non-critical offices. Um, and the one sad thing that I see all over Fresno is I'm seeing these businesses close. And we see it over and over and over again and people are losing business. I know tons of business owners in Fresno and there's a lot of people hurting. People doing well, but there's a lot of people hurting. Um, And we saw House of Juju, we saw Luna's, um, and I have a statement from Luna's. um, And he said, we're not allowed to have them inside. They're allowed to sit outside where it's 107 degrees, which is not healthy for you. And I have eight, eight, eight air conditioners inside um and they're all we have space um for everybody the whole nine yards we can go to costco we can go to walmart and and chandler you can probably attest to this when you go out to the store people really social distancing let's be honest
1: no i mean sometimes
0: you're you're bumping into people at the grocery store
1: yeah totally
0: so The,
1: (laughs) the idea there is like we're we're not in uh, prolonged close contact with the same people, that seems to be a, a contributing factor. It, and look, I'm, i no, uh, uh, no expert on disease and, and certainly not on the coronavirus, but, uh, it, it seems to be that as long as you're not like breathing directly on somebody for prolonged periods of time, even if you haven't, you're it, you're not transmitting it uh, there just by like walks through. It seems that, um, The impacts on my ability to run if I got it, so like I'm pretty careful. I wear a mask wherever I go. I um, I avoid people. If somebody coughs, you'll see me like walking in the other direction right away. And like like I'm not trying to be rude. It's just like I'm I'm doing things to look out for my own health and safety yep. um, because I don't think it's the government's job to do that. I think it's my own job.
0: Yep, and I and I think that's a great example. Is it's just you have the and that's the thing is. We have people that are scared to go out and live life. And um, I was listening to Rush Limbaugh this week. I know that a lot of people, Rush Limbaugh, oh my gosh, Rush Limbaugh. Give him a listen. If you don't like him, you don't like him. But at least be open to listening. To I always have so many people rag on Rush Limbaugh. And then they don't even ever listen to him. They are all. They just listen to whatever the media tells you. I'm like, he's been saying, <clears throat> he's, Rush Limbaugh's been the straight since 1988. Like literally in... All the stuff. He's not 100 percent right all the time. He always goes. He's 99. Point uh, like 8 right or something. I'm like, he's gonna be wrong. Everybody predictions and whatnot. But he does an excellent job. And and I know he's been battling cancer and he has a lot of these uphill uphill battles. I know the uh, um, with all the things uh, going on in his life and and I know that's just uh, you can just tell when he does this show that he has this gratitude. And he was talking about this week. I wish I had pulled up the audio clip uh, maybe for next show. But he talks about people. We have a whole generation, our generation, millennial generation, that are scared to go live their life. They're finding it. And these, and COVID nineteen was the biggest. He said the biggest cop out. These are his words for people not to live their life. Life is Mm -hmm. not meant to be uh, overly protective. We take risks every single day. Yep. We have people, and it's really sad to see. We see the impacts of COVID nineteen. The fact that more people have died from suicide in California than actually COVID-19, it has mm. disastrous effects on the mental health. Um, yeah. And to know people and to hear about the different stories of people in the inner circle, I'm not going to say names, but just hearing about people that have either lost their lives or they've OD'd. Or these these different things, because people are turning to the different different things, because they're trying to find something to fill that void that only God can fill, um, and 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 He just goes in and He's got to live life. You can't you can't just stop living life. And I think we just can't continue. And this goes back to Newsom. We just can't keep closing down over and over and expecting it to be. And I know he, he goes out and he mumbles, oh, we, we need immunity and herd immunity. We're going to have to be out and about. Like, that's the only way I think it's going to go. But when the death rate's, like, for, I think, young people's, like, 0.0008%, like, yeah, we need to get back open. I think it's having disastrous effects. We've had we've had just the, the rates of uh, sexual assault have gone up, a different assault, like, all these different things going up. Suicide. And it's really sad to see because now now the solution that we thought is working is is killing more people. And we really need to get past this. And I think you would have to agree Chandler, there's a lot of stuff going on. and My heart hurts for the families that are losing loved ones because of these government shutdowns and these different things because people have no reason to go out and do anything anymore. They're keeping people cooped up and they're not used to doing that. And they're already lacking that motivation to go and live life and now you're giving people an excuse to not live life. And I think you just have to go and take it as a blessing. We have a blessing each and every day to go out and pursue um life liberty and the pursuit of happiness declaration right there and we read it just uh a, a, over a week ago and yeah we just got to go out and live life and i know it's kind of kind of sad I'm just talking about this because it's it's a serious issue it's really a serious yeah, issue absolutely. um so um on all that i think you were saying like you said with the kid holding holding the washing the hands for you And what we've seen, with this is where our closing, we're going to go into closing. So you talk about government being, holding your hand all the way. You think government's better. And this is what I always say is, you ever go to the DMV? Long lines, right Chandler? Uh, Four, six, ten hours. I've heard my brother spent half a day there and they didn't get anything done. Really a waste of the day. Government is a solution. The Democrat Party, it's their platform. When you look at their platform, more government control things are just everything they want to be more eurocentric we want to be wow and they look at these socialist countries that are actually capitalist i don't i never get that argument and it's big government big government supposed to be the the mother and father they've taken over we've seen it go into the homes it's supposed to replace the father figure a big thing we talked about that some episodes back about uh, the two-parent privilege um and how important that is in the household graduating high school not committing crimes the best way to get into the middle class it's it's proven and factual um and uh and so what i'm going to do is so chandler green new deal give our listeners a basic rundown of the green new deal of so many different things but i'll let you uh explain that and then i got a little surprise for you here at the end of the show and make sure if you're you're listening to it right now if you want to see this last part of it make sure to click on go to youtube go to the matt chan show and uh click on and watch our video because You're missing out. We got these different things we're throwing up on the screen. We got different things going on, and you get to see me and Chandler talk, it's a good thing. So Chandler, explain the Green New Deal, and and we'll get on down the road, man.
1: Yeah, so this is, uh, it was a a bill sponsored by um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, among others, and uh, it it basically was this uh, giant solution to to climate change uh, and to, other environmental-related issues. Of course, it went a lot further than that, um, and, it, and it really was just a government takeover of a lot of major industries. Um, uh, it, it would dramatically change transportation. It, it would dramatically change uh, just generally people's way of life. You, uh, there was a, a, a clause in there that said if you were uh, unable or unwilling to work, uh, the government would subsidize your lifestyle. Uh, I think it was trying to get uh, fossil fuel uh, uh, use down to zero by, like, year 2030. I don't know. It had all kinds of absurd uh, absurd things. And when it was uh, urged to be pushed uh, to a vote, um, the, the very sponsors of the bill said, oh, you guys are just rushing this through uh, uh, because they didn't even believe in it. Uh, so that is uh, – that's the gist. Uh, trying to get rid of cows. Cow parts are bad. Um, trying to get rid of uh, I don't know. Or, or trying to make all energy based on wind and solar, uh, which we know are at least currently inefficient. Uh, getting better, but still currently inefficient. So, uh, Matt, looks like you got something pulled up there for you got me. got the floating so, uh, cow right here. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I see a cow. I, I have a feeling that I know where this is going.
0: So yeah, so uh, Burger King recently put out a new song. Um, here's BurgerKing.com. And I wanna pull this, this is, oh, that might be there. Let me see. So as Chandler just said, he was talking about how we, uh, we see this thing with the cows farting and the methane and it's supposed to be harmful for the environment. And I, I want to really we have a, I I have this great video Chandler has yet to see it I, I was talking about I was like yeah just wait we already have a lot of stuff we have the meme review to start and all these things going on and sorry about this a little bit a little delay here at the end um, but yeah Chandler I think you were spot-on when it came to um, and with everything going on and so they they worked on a commercial that's the big thing that I'm trying to pull up right now is Burger King put out a commercial about uh, cows farting. Um, and there is now a song that they wrote for it, and that's what I'm trying to pull up real quick. Okay, I think we're we're moving in the right direction. All right, here we go. Yeah, so it's about a minute long. Thank you for your patience, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, man, it's going to be good. So, yeah, uh, this is... Oh, my gosh, this is this is pretty funny chandler i think you're going to enjoy this one man i think this is wow this might be one of those times i look back man remember that video Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Low-carbon land.
1: Oh, yeah. There you go, reality. <laughs> and now, the rolling the to a Oh, well done. Well done. Nothing takes I, I will say this: whatever whatever we may disagree with on politics, uh, whether you are are as far to the left as you can be, uh, whether you know you're in the middle politically, I don't care who you vote for. We can all agree that a good fart joke is funny, right? I think we can all agree on that.
0: Yep, yeah, and and people were like, "Oh my!" And, and it's funny, like a good fart joke. I'm like, man, and. we've had Al Gore call out that we need to cut down a 100, or what, not a 100, but one-fourth of our emissions. And it's just like, it's not just doing simple things about, like, around your house. They're drastic things. I am all for renewable energy, like, for the future. Again, like you said, it's inefficient, and it's not cheap to do right now. That's why people aren't, like, everybody's driving electric cars. And California, I can get it. That's another episode. We'll get into a whole nother policy episode on what California, the gas tax and what we've seen here in July. Next year, guys, if you guys don't go out and get uh, your car to a, some kind of renewable energy or even a hybrid, you're going to have to pay an extra $100 on your registration. Most people don't know that. Um, and the and the state can raise the gas prices at any time to make sure to fund government projects. Big government, no good. Big government sucks, right, Chandler?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that uh, that phrase, big government sucks. I mean, is that a, a turning point thing or a U thing that, that they have
0: on the T-shirt? Both, both use it. Um, great, great sources. Prager a great source. I know people go, it's hate speech and it's dangerous, but guys, you have to broaden the different thing. You got to broaden your horizon. You got to look and find and look at both sides. Like that is the one reason why we do this show. That. We come out, we're trying to give you the different news of the day. We're trying to provide some quality meme content. Um, And the great thing about our freedoms in this country, if you don't like us or you don't agree with us, you don't have to listen to us. You really don't. Um, That's just one of those things. um, People message me about this show. I love what I do. Um, I wouldn't do it if I didn't enjoy it. I think Chandler can attest to that. I'm glad oh, to be absolutely. back. I am so glad to be back. We had a little bit of a break. We're going to be doing some Sunday spotlight episodes. Um, Alex, um, de Tocqueville. We got Thomas Saul coming up. We got all these different things coming up and those are going to be sun- Sunday episode specials about different thinkers that pe- we think people should hear about. We got polls on Twitter. Go check us out. At Matt and Chan show. Um, and just go out, help support the show. If you want to support the show, just uh, message us, um, Buy some buy some merch. We got the Matt Chan Show merchandise. We got all, and we do it by order, just demand purposes. Um, and if you guys need it, um, send in the order um, to help support the show. It uh, helps us to uh, keep doing the show, and uh, and we spend a lot of time making sure this show is uh is excellent. That this program is is good to go. Uh, yeah. Um. But thank you guys for listening to the Matt Chan Show. Please send in your questions. That's how we can see. What we can do better, we can maybe we maybe we did some things a little bad. Like, let us know. That's the best way to be able to tell us, hey, what's going on with our show? Like, like we need your feedback. It's crucial. It it doesn't take more than a minute to go on iTunes, drop a review, five star review. Um, if you like what you're getting, and send an email, mattchan at gmail.com. Chandler, uh, take us out. Any last closing thoughts? Yeah, that was well said.
1: Um, and and kind of like you're alluding to there we're not perfect at this yet um, and, you know we're still improving as podcasters and as uh, content creators uh, i know matt sort of has the uh, the, the creative uh, genius behind this uh, and so you know i feel like i uh, i i'm uh, just being dragged along sometimes uh, in terms of not having all the best thoughts to, to have out there but you know as, as time's gone on i've gotten a lot more comfortable talking uh, you know uh, to the, the audience out there, to you guys listening, uh, even though I can't see you, which is definitely a little weird. Um, but yeah, uh, we appreciate your grace and, uh, and listening to us and as we've been getting better at this and still making mistakes. Uh, like Matt said, we'd love to hear your feedback. Are there things we could be doing better? What do you like? What do you want to hear more of? Uh, and yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for uh, all of your support. And until next time, this is The Man and Chance Show.